Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 1, Episode 17, titled The Northern Air Temple. I'll be honest, when I was a kid, I did not love this episode as much as I did everything else. I thought it was fairly meh. I thought it was some throwaway filler garbage. Just like, I guess it just wasn't flashy enough for me or whatever. Nowadays, though, as an adult, allegedly, I love it. I think this episode is brilliant. Like, this is literally an episode about cultural appropriation. This is an episode that explores the whole idea of cultural appropriation. And it does it brilliantly. It does it in such an incredible way. And who better to have be the subject of that thematic exploration than Aang, who has had his cultural literally who has had his culture literally wiped out of the map. And is still very tied to it. Still a very spiritual, still a very cultural person. Like, he goes to the Northern Air Temple. He sees, like, outsiders, basically, going around on the glider. And he's, like, offended. Immediately, he's just offended. Like, no! How could you be doing this? This is bad! This is the worst thing ever! And he kind of hates everything about it. He goes into the air temple and sees all this steam pipes all throughout the temple. And he's horrified by it. He hates everything about it. Like, he sees it as the wiping away of airbender history. He blows up at the mechanist at one point for, quote-unquote, destroying something sacred for a stupid bathhouse. He hates all of it. But then as the episode goes on and he starts to more closely examine these people who have taken refuge inside the Northern Air Temple. He kind of starts to see like, okay, even though they're not going 100% in on airbender culture, even though they have a different way of living... Even though there's a ton of cosmetic changes here, these people still have the spirit of airbenders. They still have the best intentions in adopting this culture, appropriating this culture. 
that has been, by this point in the world, long dead. The realization he comes to that this might actually not be the worst thing. Like, they're not really hurting anything. My culture still exists. They just sort of adopted parts of it. They put their own spin on it. They changed some things here and there. They tweaked some things here and there to put their own little spin on it, and he realizes, like, it's totally fine. And I love the hermit crab comparison at the very, very end, where it's like, even though you weren't born here, you moved into this shell and made it your home, and now you protect each other. It is a really, really beautiful come-to-Jesus moment for Aang, and it kind of provides a nice little message of, hey, even though this whole cultural appropriation stuff, even though at first glance it looks kind of disgusting and vile, if it's done with the best of intentions, if it, if the fundamental spirit of that culture is the same, who cares? By all means, share our culture with one another. That is what makes the world a more unified place. And it almost kind of feeds in to the whole premise of Legend of Korra. Because without spoiling anything, Legend of Korra... A lot of it takes place in this new city of Republic City, where all four nations kind of live in harmony. And it would not surprise me at all if, in terms of the character, like, this was the thing that, intentionally or unintentionally, gave him the idea of doing something like that. It's a really, really fantastic arc, and I really, really love it a lot. Uh, I gotta talk about the characters of Teo and the Mechanist, of course. I really, really like those two. They are very, very well written. Very, very compelling characters. Uh, Really fun to watch, especially the Mechanist. I especially love how... Like, it's a nice thing how Teo is, obviously, handicapped... But they barely mention it. Ever. Like, it's just so nonchalant. Like, oh yeah, he's in a wheelchair. Who cares? That's a nice... That's a nice sentiment. For the writers to... Get across. Like, yeah, this kid's in a wheelchair. He's also flying around and doing amazing stuff. And no one really cares that he's in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter. Uh, But the Mechanist, every second he's on screen, it's the most fun imaginable. And I especially love his dynamic with Sokka. The back and forth those two have, it's a really, really great pairing. And 
we'll see more of this character at some point. I won't say how, but I'm very much looking forward to talking about those episodes because, my god, these two characters are so freaking good. And also, the backstory of those two, as the Mechanist tells it, is magnificent. It is so, so brilliantly... So brilliantly presented. Also, <laughs> I gotta very quickly mention, I didn't put this in my notes for some reason, but I gotta very quickly mention the scene where Katara gets on a glider. <laughs> and she's like absolutely terrified and then goes up and she's like, Oh, yay, it's really cool. And then Aang and Teo are on the ground talking about how, hey, we're gonna go into the sanctuary. And then you see, that you hear Katara in the distance yelling like, wait! How do I get down from here? How do I land this thing? Eh, bug! Bug! I swallowed a bug! <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. But then, of course, like, I think the star of this episode is the third act, after Aang opens the sanctuary doors and discovers it's being used to make weapons for the Fire Nation. That the Mechanist has had this long-time deal with the Fire Nation to make weapons for them in exchange for not having the temple burned down. And then Aang just interrupts the latest deal and is like, Hey, leave! Get out! No one wants you here. And then we get into this brilliant, brilliant fight. Oh my god, this siege on the Northern Air Temple is so perfect in every possible way. It's like this big massive thing. The scale of it is phenomenal. Uh, those Fire Nation tank machine things that they introduce are extraordinary. I love those contraptions. The riding around on gliders and dropping bombs on the firebenders is perfect. I love everything about this third act. It's really, really great. And then, of course, you have Sokka and the Mechanist in the war balloon. They drop the freaking sludge on everyone. And then... That, of course, doesn't stop them. And then this whole Rotten Eggs subplot of this gas chamber where there's an explosion waiting to happen. Oh my god, it's so good. This gas chamber that they stuffed with rotten eggs. They find where the gas is escaping. Then they literally throw their engine into the hole and blow it up. Blow everything up. And this is what chases the firebenders off. It's awesome. It's so cool. I love it. It's the greatest. And then there's a whole, we're going down, thing. 
<laughs> Sokka and the Mechanist almost crashing in the war balloon, and this leads to our ending, which is hugely significant. The war minister finding the remains of the war balloon and taking it for himself, taking it for the Fire Nation. Wow. Just wow. I I love this episode so much. It is so good. It is so fantastic. I, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I feel like I for, I feel like I'm forgetting something important to mention. Why am I an idiot? Why am I dumb? Why am I the worst? And eh, whatever. Everything about this episode is awesome. It's real, real good. I love it. It's great. It's fantastic. It really is. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1, Episode 18. Talk to you then.